Hey guys, so um, I am going to be doing Devo slash prayer later on today in the afternoon. Um, but I just wanted to come in here and speak about something that um, I'm pretty sure many of us list, many of us, and many of you who are listening um, saw this whole um, disturbing 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 um news that went viral all over the media um with little Nas X um with his video uh it was just disturbing um he falls out of heaven in a stripper pole and it's just the most awkwardest most disturbing video I've seen he's like in the garden of Eden and he's like naked and he's playing the guitar and he's like Eve or whatever and there's like this alien looking serpent that comes and like kisses him and makes out with him and starts making some type of sexual love to him then he like falls out of heaven in a stripper pole with stripper shoes and he ends up riding the devil and doing sexual things to the devil and then he kills the devil and he puts on the devil's horns on himself and he makes it seem like hell is like this kingdom where you could just be bad and and, and and I don't know. It is. It was a disturbing video to watch. It is mocking God. It is making fun of Christianity and what we believe in. Um, he also is coming out with a pair of Nikes. Um, they're like Nike Air Maxes, I believe. And they're called the Satan Shoes. Um, according to what I read, they say that there's um, a drop of human blood inside the sneaker. Like the, every sneaker has a drop of human blood. I don't, I don't know, guys. All I know, it has like that demonic, satanic symbol inside the shoe. It has on the side. Um, the verse Luke ten eighteen, and then it has the number 666, which we know that in the Bible and Revelation speaks about that number being the mark of the beast, the number of the beast. Um, Little Nas is, for those who probably don't know who he is, he is the boy that came out with the very popular song, um, with Miley Cyrus's father, um, the song that goes, I'm going to take my horse to the old time road and I'm going to ride to, I can't no more, something like that. I don't even know the song myself because it was pretty stupid, but it is catchy, especially if you go on social media, a lot of young kids do dances to it. Um, and I know that it, 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 the song was like, I got the horses in the back, something like that. I, I'll be honest with you guys. I can't sing the whole song because I'm just going to sound stupid because I don't know the whole entire song. But um, it was very disturbing seeing it. Um, 
I didn't know that um, little Nas X, whatever his name is, I didn't know that he identified himself as gay. Um, I really don't know much about his music because I don't listen to this new millennial music. To me, it's trash. Um, But I will say... I will say this. There's a lot of artists that, as a mom, I'm a mom of eight, uh, almost 18-year-old, a seven, almost 17-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a five-year-old. And, you know, I'm, I can't stop my two oldest kids from watching TikTok. And, you know, my two oldest kids have a really close relationship with their younger siblings. So they listen to music, to the TikTok music and videos together and stuff so whenever I hear the song the TikToks being played more than once I get curious to see who's the artist and stuff like that um let me tell you guys something whether you're a parent listening to this podcast a young adult listening to this podcast or even a young teenager listening to this podcast There is something very wrong with the world that we're living in. Something as innocent as Christian people speaking about their Lord and Savior and their beliefs is considered to be a bad thing in the eyes of many. Um, We're living in the world where the good is called bad and the bad is called good. Um, these young artists do not know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're messing with. They they draw the devil to be this weak thing that they can master, that they have control of. Nobody has control over the enemy. If that was the case, Eve would have never been deceived by him. Eve would have never been tricked by the enemy. The enemy is not what the world thinks he is. The world pictures the devil to be this half man, half horse with horns and that he's red and he's this guy with these just... (sighs) They picture the devil to be something very weak. And he is not. The Bible speaks about the devil being powerful. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. The Bible says that only Jesus can defeat him. He bows down to nobody but God. He doesn't bow down to us humans. Um, The industry is being used by the enemy and mostly to catch the attention of children and young people because they are our next generation and not only are they our next generation they are powerful you know having a childlike faith having a a youth faith is beautiful you know compared to an adult 
Um, when you are a Christian and you're in your nine, ten years old, eleven, twelve, or even in your early twenties or in your early, you know in your teen years, I believe that that's beautiful. I wish I had the opportunity to serve the Lord at that age, but I didn't come to the Lord until my late twenties. And um, the enemy knows how powerful young people are and how much of an influence they are. So he's trying to just like bring them to the left and, and, and all these things. As a mom, it was disturbing for me watching that video because I looked at little Nas the way I look at my children, you know, young. They think they know it all. They think the world is theirs. They think they have some type of power. They think that because they have money, fame, fans, that they're powerful. But we all see in the Bible how God can crush that down in, in just by a snap of a finger or by by a word. God says it and it just and it, it will and it will be done. If God says it's over, it's over. Um so I woke up disturbed today. It really, really disturbed me watching and seeing a bunch of people just attacking Christians and saying, oh, you guys shut the heck up and and all these foul words towards Christians who were, you know, saying, you know, little Nas, Jesus loves you and we're praying for you. I love how the young Christians have chosen to love instead of, you know, if to be honest, if if religious people were I haven't seen any religious people really talk about this whole video, but if they were to speak about it, they will completely send this guy to hell. Say he's gonna go to hell, he's gonna burn. But we all know that the word says if there's life, there's hope. And we are to pray for one another and I love Jesus' example when he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And it's the same thing that we should be praying for this young man and and, and many other artists is, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. Um, When Jesus spoke those words is because he knew that their actions were being taken out of manipulation of the devil. The devil was manipulating them into doing what they did to Christ Jesus at the cross. Um, It's just crazy the world we're living in right now. Um, We went from COVID to seeing how the industry is no no longer hiding their true colors. They're showing their colors. They don't care anymore. And I think mainly because the youth accepts it. You know, they they see it as a joke. Like, oh, this is just like, hell's not real. And what I want to say is, um, if hell wasn't real and God wasn't real, there wouldn't be no reason to do everything that the industry does. You know, if, if, if... 
they truly believe that there wasn't a God, they wouldn't sit there mocking him. Because if you believe something's not real, then why would you even give it that much of attention or or even try to mock it or, or destroy it in some type of way? Um, the industry, I believe, very much believes that God is real. I just think they have been manipulated by the enemy to believe that they can overcome and overpower God. And that they could stop God from doing what he says he's going to do. Um, it's it's hard for me to speak about this because I don't want to come out here saying God told me or, or preaching something that I don't know 100% about. But if you are anything like me and, you know, you're learning and, and you're, you're just trying to grow and be transformed... It doesn't take a genius to know that this was a straight spiritual attack towards Christians. The enemy uses things like this to see what action us Christians will take. Um, Will it be a hateful one or will it be a loving one? And I, for one don't have anything hateful to say about little Nas but that I will be praying for him and asking God to do for his life what he did for mine um guys let's pray let's pray for this generation let's pray for our children um y'all know that when I started the prayer devil slash prayer I'm constantly going towards praying for our families and our kids because the enemy is not playing. He is going to do everything in his power to win our children because he knows that that is the weakness of parents and that will bring war into homes. I mean, when you believe in God and then you have a child that doesn't, that brings a lot of conflict, a lot of problems, a lot of arguments, a lot of mom or dad trying to prove a point and the child just being a rebel and, and going against the parents and doing things just to prove to the parents that I can do whatever I want. And it's just a lot. Um, it broke my heart to see the comments, to see how many views the video got, all the attention the video got. <sighs> I'm a little tired, but clearly this boy got the attention that he was seeking um everything about that video was dark. There was nothing in the video that that I mean to me Bad Bunny is bad. I don't I I don't think Bad Bunny he's a Spanish artist. I don't think Bad Bunny had like I I thought his videos were evil. And when I saw this one, I was like, "Oh, this definitely like puts Bad Bunny looking like a a sweet child, to be honest. Um, But the music industry isn't hiding anymore, you know? There's a lot of artists that are willing to let the world know that, yes, we worship this, this God, and yes, we believe in this God, and there's nothing anyone can do about it, pretty much, is what they're trying to put out there. Speak to your kids. 
don't scare them. Speak to them. Speak the truth about God's love for them. Point them in the right direction in the word of God where their identity can be found, where they can find their identity in Christ, where they can see the goodness that God has for them. These are some scary times we are living in. And we must start covering our homes with the blood of the lamb and protecting our homes through prayer. Um, I don't have much to say other than the fact that the events that have played out in this year alone, never mind last year, last year was just crazy, but the events that have been played out this year has truly been an eye-opener for me as a Christian, letting me know that the enemy has an agenda. And if we don't fix our lukewarm ways, if you are lukewarm, fix that. Fix it. Accept Jesus Christ once again. Repent. You know, reconcile with the Lord. Get closer to the Lord through the word and through prayer. And fight. Fight. It is a hard fight. It is not easy. And at times you're going to get tired. At times you're going to feel rest, like restless. You're going to feel like, I can't do this anymore. But let me tell you guys. I've seen people who have left their, their faith. And I look at them and I'm just like, how did they do it? How can they go back to the world with no type of fear towards God? No type of fear of what can happen to their lives or their children's lives. I always remind myself that even if I'm holding on to a thread, even if I'm holding on to just a little piece of Jesus, like that woman who was bleeding eternally, she said, "As if I only touch his clothes, I will be healed. That's how I see my spiritual walk. I can fail and I will sin and I will make mistakes. But God, as long as I continue holding on to a piece of your clothing, I will be restored. I will be transformed. I will be healed. I will be saved. I cannot leave God because if I leave God, I know that my children are going to be more lost than what they already are. I'm fighting for my youth. I'm fighting for my children. And I'm not saying that my kids are like going to hell. No, what I'm saying is that my kids are young and they are influenced. And there's times where I have to bring them back and I have to speak to them about the word. There's times where I sit down with them and I tell them, hey, let's talk. You know, reminding them. But I also know that my children have a choice. They get to choose what they want to do with their spiritual lives. I cannot tell my children what what they can and cannot do. But I can definitely, definitely speak to them, continue to speak to them about God, continue to just continue to get them to get to know Jesus because this is a fight. This is a fight that It's just not easy to fight, but it's not impossible to do it either. 
So I encourage you parents, I encourage you young people to not give hope, do not give up, do not give up. If you're feeling like you can't do it anymore, run to Jesus, write on a journal, speak to him, call out to him and let him know how you're feeling. Let him know how you need his help. But as one person who has battled and it it continues to battle with the flesh and continue to battle with the spiritual walk that I'm in I'm gonna give you my best advice I'd rather live a life without having everything that the world has to offer than to live a life with God's presence is nowhere near, nowhere for me to touch or feel or speak to. My biggest fear is God walking away from me and leaving me on my own. I don't want to be apart from God. I don't want to be apart from Jesus because I already know I grew up in the world. My parents weren't Christian. My parents didn't bring me to Christ. My dad didn't come to Christ until I was like 11, 12 years old, which I was already a bad little kid. And then I lived a sinful life by choice for so many years. And I don't want to go back to that world. I'm scared of that world. I'm scared to even go back to something that I know broke me and led me to a place where I almost committed suicide because I just couldn't take it anymore. But then there's Jesus, our beautiful Savior, the one who shed his blood for you and I, the one who looked at us and said, you are worth dying for. He is the one who rescues us. He is the one who helps us. He is the one who lifts us up. And yes, there's going to be times where you're going to say, God, this is hard. But God is going to tell you, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm just looking for you to continue to hold on. Continue to believe that I who began a good work will finish. Don't give up. Don't let go of God. And continue fighting for your faith, for your salvation, and for your relationship with God. I will see you guys soon this afternoon or evening for a Devo slash prayer. We are going to continue the series called He Saw Me, He Saved Me. And I can't wait to get into that with you guys. God bless you guys. I love you guys. Those are kisses from me to you.